There is a new bill going through Congress right now that is definitely going to impact you and your taxes for 2024. I'm going to go through what these proposed tax law changes are, how they impact you, and some really interesting things that are in there that I know you're going to want to listen to this episode. So go get your coffee, go get your notepad and a pen and paper, and let's get to it. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or for QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really foreign? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish that they could stop the financial madness. They want a clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, know who to call when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS, but they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm kept them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. Dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. One thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is that there are always various tax packages and bills that are going through some phase of approval. And then most of them we don't hear about, or we might hear about them at this point in the process where it's looking possible that it's going to go through. But there are always different laws that come out. And that really is why, honestly, dealing with your taxes and making sure you have the right professional is so important. Because it's complex. This is definitely not for the faint of heart (laughs) when it comes to dealing with tax issues. Let's talk about this new tax package that's going through Congress. It is called Tax Relief for American Families and Workers Act of 2024. There are a lot of different aspects of this tax bill. And I'm not going to talk about all of them because I don't think all of them are relevant to the majority of you, I'm going to hit this stuff, hit the highlights of the things that are going to be relevant. And there are definitely some things in here that are interesting. And so let's go to it. There are multiple parts of this bill. It looks like there are about six main sections of this bill with different areas for new laws and things like that. So the first part is really tax relief related to working families. There are four main aspects of this particular section of the bill. The main thing to know about this is that they're essentially increasing the amount of child tax credit that is be, that you can receive as well as the amount that can be refunded. So I'm not going to get too heavy in the weeds in this, but it looks like they are proposing, again, these are proposed tax law changes, um, that the calculation for the refundable credit that it is on a per child basis instead of a taxpayer basis. So right now, it's essentially a multiple of earned income that they are looking to change that to where it's actually multiplied by the the amount of qualifying children instead of the income side and the actual taxpayer. They are also modifying the overall limit for the refundable child tax credit. So right now, I believe the limit is, I want to say it's $1,500 that's refundable right now. That would go up to $1,823, and in 2025, it would be a refund of $2,000. So right now, you can only get on the child tax credit part of it refunded. And so they are increasing that threshold for the amount that can be refunded. 
They are also increasing uh, the child tax credit for inflation. So that's going to go up to $2,000 child tax credit value. And it'll be adjusted, it'll be adjusted for inflation in 2024 and 2025. And then lastly, in this particular section, uh, the rule for determining earned income is going to be adjusted. They're essentially going to allow for looking back either at a prior year of earned income or the current year, whichever is most advantageous for uh, the taxpayer. Right now, you only look at the current year. To, and so this modification will basically help more people qualify. Because if, let's just say as an example, in 2024, you make more money, but in 2023, you didn't do very well, so you didn't make as much money, then you'd have the ability to qualify based on a prior year. And right now, that's not an option. Okay, so the second part of this package is American innovation and growth. This is big. This is actually probably the biggest section of this entire tax bill that I can tell you. And in 2022, the research and development, research and experimental expenditures was modified. So a lot of my clients and a lot of taxpayers across the U.S. that were innovative and maybe improving their product or their software or whatever it is and have heavy R&D costs, they made a change in the law where those costs had to be split out over five years versus getting an entire deduction all in one year. And I have one client in particular that their tax bill went up significantly in 2022, specifically because of this change in the law here a couple of years ago. So they're talking about changing that and actually, in a way, rescinding it to where the costs paid for research and development expenses um, would be fully deducted starting in January 1st, 2022, all the way through December 31st of 2025. What that, I believe, is going to mean, and we won't know um, until this goes through and if this goes through, what that's going to mean is that I think a lot of people are going to need to amend their 2022 tax return if they had research and development expenses. This is a big shakeup in the industry. So if this part of the bill goes through, I'd say that's a pretty big deal. There is also going to be an adjustment to business interest deduction. So basically the calculation of being able to deduct interest they make it convoluted because, frankly, it's the IRS and Congress and the government, all the things, and they usually do make things convoluted. So I'm not going to get into big detail on that, but they will um, basically adjust the way the interest is being deducted to where you get a bigger benefit. Then also, this is a big one, too. They, there was an adjustment starting in, let's see, January 1st, 23, the bonus depreciation rule changed. So that if you were taking bonus depreciation, it shifted from being able to take 100% to then 80%. This bill will actually push that back to where the 100% bonus depreciation is extended and uh, would be pushing out to January 1st, 2026. So essentially, that would not adjust down to 80% starting January 1st, 2024, if this bill goes through. So that phase down would not apply until January 1st, 2026. So that's a big deal, too. I've mentioned in previous podcast episodes where it, there's various factors on whether you should be taking bonus depreciation or whether you should be taking Section 179. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. So this change for bonus depreciation impacts businesses significantly. So that's a big deal on this proposed law. And then, of course, one thing that's not surprising to me is they would be increasing the amount of Section 179 
expense. And that would basically be increased to $1.29 million for assets being acquired after December 31st, 2023. And the third part of this package is increasing global competitiveness. And, and I'm actually not going to talk much about this at all because it's interesting. I'm not really sure why this is in there. I would be curious to know the backstory on it, but it has a lot to do with things related to Taiwan. I'm not really sure what our government is going on with Taiwan right now, but there's something going on because there's four different sections and it's all related to Taiwanese residents and income for them, et cetera. So I'm not getting into that because it's not going to be rel relevant to most of you. The fourth part is related to assistance for disaster-impacted communities. The biggest piece of this that I think is relevant to a lot of people, especially if you're in an area that gets impacted by hurricanes and things like that, I have a client that's in Florida that lost a lot in the last hurricane that they had a couple of years ago, and it's been a huge mess. I'm not getting paid for the property properly. It's just, and I think there's a lot of people out towards the Miami area that are struggling with this. The area of this bill that I think is interesting is that they are changing the casualty law. So right now, if you have a casualty loss that you are not reimbursed for fully from an insurance company, you um, are able to take that as an itemized deduction on your Schedule A of your 1040, but you have to get over a 10% adjusted gross income threshold. In other words, if you make $100,000 uh, in adjusted gross income, on your tax return, 10% of that's $10,000. You have to have a loss that's more than $10,000 for it to even be put on your tax return. And then the, to get over the standard deduction and to be able to take that deduction, it's almost $30,000 these days. It's, it's around $28,000. As you can tell, typically, you'd have to have a significant loss to be able to actually take this on your tax return. But what they're doing is they are reducing that 10% threshold to $500. If you have a loss that's more than $500, you'd be able to put it on your Schedule A. And again, you still have to get over that threshold for to not taking the standard deduction and taking your actual expenses. But this is a big deal for a lot of people who have really been stuck, uh, particularly in Florida, and not getting reimbursed by these insurance companies. The second part of this particular section is wildfire relief payments. So there's going to be an income exclusion for wild, wildfire relief payments between January 1st, 2020 and December 31st, 2025. We've had a ton of wildfires in the news, California and all the way up into that area. So I would think that is big. And then another interesting one is East Palestine disaster relief payments. I don't even know what to say about that. But apparently if you got disaster relief payments related to this East Palestine disaster, then they are excluded from income. Not sure who that would impact, but that's apparently a part of this bill. The next section is part five, more affordable housing. So there's going to be some changes as far as like state housing credit. I don't think that's going to impact most people. So I don't really want to dig into that on the podcast per se. But if that is you and you have some sort of a scenario when you're in your taxes and your personal life that you would be impacted by that, then you definitely want to go check into it. And then lastly, part six tax administration and eliminating fraud. This is a big one as well. So the first area of this part six. So they're changing the information reporting threshold for 1099 miscellaneous and 1099 NEC or basically for contractors. So right now the reporting is you have to give a 1099 
for income that is more than 600. They would actually increase that threshold to 1,000. Again, um, kind of an inflation adjustment. And this would apply for payments made after December 31st, 2024. So this would be for tax year 2024 and moving forward where 1099s, you don't have to report the income and you don't have to send the 1099 unless it's $1,000 or more. The second aspect of this um, area of the bill is COVID-related TC penalties. So the employee retention credit, they are increasing the penalties for aiding in understanding tax liabilities related to COVID ERTC. Uh, that maximum penalty goes to 200000 or 75% of gross income derived from the aid provided. And then a due diligence penalty for noncompliance um, at $1,000 per failure. So they're increasing the penalties associated with that. The ERC was a, a big part of COVID relief. So definitely an area to be mindful of. And then they would also add in, last part of this bill, a statute for limitations related to COVID ERTC. So basically, they would extend the period to six years from five years on the statute of limitations with additional ERTC claims being barred after January 31st, 2024. That's a big deal. They quit accepting ERTC claims at the end of 2023, I believe it was the entire fourth quarter of 2023. And they just started accepting them again. If you have an ERTC claim that you haven't sent in simply because of them not accepting anymore during the last year, then if this bill were to go through, they don't accept them anymore after January 31st, 2024, which means you would want to get that in ASAP into um, the IRS to get processed. Again, these are just proposed kind of laws. I don't know if this is going to go through. Some of it might, some of it might not. Maybe none of it goes through. Who knows? But it's interesting. And I do like to stay on top of these changes because it matters, right? Knowing what's happening. And it matters having a professional that knows what these rules are, knows what is happening in Congress and the things that could be uh, in the future. We, whenever we go through and do tax planning for clients, we always take this stuff into account to make sure that we're really establishing an appropriate tax plan, tax reduction strategy for our clients that includes not only stuff that is currently in law, but things that could be uh, moved into law into the near future. So I hope this has been helpful. And um, if you are more interested in this, definitely schedule a, a call with me. It's a free call to go through and understand how you might be impacted by these particular laws that could be going through or existing laws that are out there and you're just wanting to tighten up your tax plan and make sure you are covered. We'll be glad to, to chat with you. There's a link in the show notes to do that. And with that said, I appreciate you being here today to listen to the podcast. Always feel free to share this with other business owners that you think might be impacted by these new, new tax laws and leave me a five-star review if you enjoyed the podcast so that more people, the algorithm likes it. They send it out to more people when you like the show and it means so much to me as well to read through your reviews. Thank you so much for being here and as always, I appreciate it and I'll see you next time. 